Today we're looking at a story of God's faithfulness. Um, let's go to Genesis 12. When you get there, say, I'm there, bro. <laughs> Thanks, Nathan. <laughs> All right, Genesis 12, verses 1 through 4. Now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you. And make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. God is saying um, something incredible to Abram. Note, he's Abram at this point in his journey. He's not Abraham, okay? He's Abram. He's saying, look, I, I want to reward you greatly. Did you see all those things? I, it's, I need you to take a step of faith. The rewards are tremendous. I need you to take a step of faith. The rewards are tremendous. I need you to trust me. I want to do all of these things, but I need you to go. What did Abraham was asked to leave three things? You guys tell me what they were. His relative, so all right, his his father's household. That's correct. Two more. His country. All right. Your kindred. This is his people, his friends. His squad. <laughs> All right. Guys, what are those three things? Those three are, are the three things that a lot of us find our identity in. Those are the three things that a lot of us find our security in. All right. So God asked him and said, I need you to leave where you live. I need you to leave your family. I need you to leave your people. And I need you to follow me to an unknown destination. So when I was reading this, I was like, sounds like he's going off to college. <laughs> like, you guys are leaving your family, your destination, and coming down here. So, hey, congratulations. You're very much like Abraham. <laughs> um, but so God is asking him uh, to leave these three things. Uh, they gave him a sense of security. And so God is asking him to abandon the things that gave him a sense of security. Easy to do, hard to do. Hard. Hard. <laughs> what would God do in return? Tell me three things he would do. God would do these three things in return. He would bless him. Make him a great nation. Make his name great. Oh, there you go. Well done, guys. That participation grade is getting a little higher. So he'd make him into a great nation. He would make his name great and would bless him and make him a blessing to the entire world. Wow. God's going to do that. All right, let's look back, look back. Notice how many times it says the, these two words, I will. I will show you a land. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will bless those 
Those that curse you, I will curse. This was not supposed to be something uh, that uh, Abram just mustered up and took care of, making his name great, making himself a blessing, making uh, his, his family into a great nation. This is something God was supposed to do. This would be strictly an act of grace that God would do for Abram. Um, but it would only recur as, as a result of faith. Okay? Um, so Abram was faced with this decision to make. All right? This is a harder decision. Do I obey God? How do I do this? What's going on? And Abram decides to obey. Right? And verse 4 says, so Abram went as the Lord had told him. First of all, wow, well done. <laughs> that was must have been a hard decision. Uh, but he knew that he could trust the Lord. All right? So we're looking at knowing faith, and Abram trusts the Lord. Let's continue on to the next part of the story. Go to Genesis 15. That is page 14 of my Bible, just in case y'all are wondering. In Genesis 15, we're going to read the first six verses. All right, so we just saw that Abram was asked to leave the things that held his identity, and God would bless him tremendously. It re- requires some faith, but I need you to go ahead and do this, buddy. I need you to go ahead and trust the Lord. And Abram did it. Let's look. Let's pick up on the story. Chapter 15, verses, the first six verses. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Uh, side note, that is super cool. That is super cool. I pray that the Lord speaks to all of you guys in visions. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Fear not, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. Now listen to Abram's response. But Abram said, O Lord, what will you give me? For I continue childless. And the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, you have given me no offspring. And a member of my household will be my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. This man shall not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. And he brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and number the stars, if you're able to number them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord. And he counted to him as righteousness. Man. Let's go ahead and um, look here. Remember I said there's two things we need to look at every time we read? What does it say about God? What does it say about man? All right, who's the man in this story? Abram. All right, I want you guys to tell me, what does this passage say about God? Y'all just start throwing a few things out. Keeps the promises. Who said that? I didn't catch that. Awesome. I heard something over here. He's faithful. Yeah. I am your shield. That's awesome. He doesn't want Abram to be afraid, right? He says, fear not, Abram. How about this? He spoke with Abram. God's, we, hear, we just see another example of God speaking to humanity. What did God use to show to talk to him? He used a vision, but he also, like, talked to him by having him walk outside and look at the stars, right? So God uh, spoke using the stars. 
he spoke to using creation. And then finally it says that he counted to him his righteousness. So he counted Abram's belief as righteousness. That's what we know about God in this passage. What does this passage say about Abram? Willing to ask? Like, hey, what's going on, Lord? So a little bit of a doubt? Yeah, a little doubt. Cool. Willing to listen? Yeah. Hey, how did he start off? Afraid? Yeah, he started off afraid. He was willing to listen, to be taught. He spoke with God. We see that man spoke with God. Toward the end, it says that, what does verse 6 say that Abram did? Believed. Okay, so now we see that he believed, and as a result, it was what? He was what? He was counted as righteous. Okay, so that was just a little example of how you can use those two questions. So from that, we can understand a lot of different things. We see, okay, God interacts with humans. We see, okay, God speaks through creation. Okay, God counted someone righteous because of belief. Um, We saw that Abram doubted, you know. We saw that Abram eventually was able to believe again. Uh, And I want to talk about that a little bit. So when Abram doubts, God doesn't shun him. You know, Abram... Abram doubts, and he says, God, how can this be? You want to make my, my family into a great nation. I'm 75 years old. Um, actually, he was 75 um, in chapter 12. At this point, he would be 87. So 12 years passed. 12 years has passed. And he says, I'm 87 years old. I don't have a kid. How are you planning on making this nation? How are you planning on doing this? How are you planning on doing this? And... Um, and God did not shun him, but he helped him believe. He took him out and said, look at these stars. I need you to believe me. Uh, guys, in moments when you are struggling to believe what God has said, believe uh, certain things about God, it is totally okay to say, how is this going to happen, Lord? God, I, I don't believe. It, it's, it's, it's okay to have that conversation. But it's not okay to stay there. See, y'all see the difference? It's okay to be like, ah, hold up, I don't want to help my unbelief, Lord. I, I don't really get it. It's not okay to, when after God answers and says, well, hey, I just need you to trust me. Or he says, or maybe he gives you an actual answer. To, it's not okay to be like, okay, that's nice, but I'm still not going to believe. Now that's a hold up. We, we, we crossed the line. We did it the wrong way there. All right now, but it's totally okay to, act, to say, God, I'm, I'm struggling to believe right now. I want to believe. Because you got to think Abram wants to believe that. Like, he wants to believe that God wants to make his name great. He wants to believe that God's going to bless him and make his, his family a, a blessing for all the nations. It says he uh, looked at the stars and he trusted. Uh, so as, as Abram just gazed into the stars, he was reminded of the capabilities of a creator. Uh, this past weekend... I, we went camping, right? And uh, I was surprised. Like, none of y'all camp in tents anymore. Everyone just brings a hammock. Whatever. That's cool. And so we're sleeping in hammocks, and we're looking up through the, like, 100-foot pine trees, right? And if you look out, you see the stars. 
Uh, do you guys ever walk outside and just look at the stars? Yeah, so, like, I'm a stargazer. I love it. I just walk outside, and I'm like, babe, look at all these. She's like, yeah, those are cool. <laughs> and, uh, and I mean, I can't name half of them. I'll be honest. I, I, there's, like, Orion's belt and the Big Dipper and some scorpion tail. Like, that's all I know. And uh, But I just I just love them. I go, man, that's, those are so cool. But I don't have to paint a picture right here of, of the craziness that the God who created the stars has a relationship with you. I don't, have to, I don't have to tell you how crazy that is. But Abram needed a reminder that God's ability is far greater than we think it is. Hey, he created the stars. That was his reminder. And so we need to understand that God's faithful. And, uh, and so this is where we really need to hit home tonight and really think about, or this morning, um, God's faithful. So God told Abram in chapter 12 when he was 75 years old, God said, hey, look, I am going to do this. I need you to, to believe. Abram believes, starts this journey. A lot of things happen in these 12 years, right? 12 years later, Abram's struggling a little bit. He goes, look, man, it's been 12 years, and I still don't have a kid. Jesus, I know you're in charge, but maybe we can speed this up. I'm thinking we need a mass producer. Like, how are we going to do this? And and he he gets the point. He's like, I'm struggling right now. I'm I'm struggling. And and God says, okay, let me just help you some more. You can trust me. I'm faithful. If I said I was going to do it, I'm going to do it. And so we need to remember that God's faithful. So let's look at a few verses to understand God's character of faithfulness. Now, what, what did we say at the beginning? We read the Bible to learn who God is, his character, right? So if God was faithful, he is faithful. So uh, if God was faithful to Abram, Abraham, God's faithful to Hannah. God's faithful to Nathan, to Chris. God's, God is faithful. So if God was faithful and as part of his eternal character, then we can trust that he is faithful in my circumstance, in my life, in this world. All right, so we can trust that. Um, and you're like, well, maybe. Uh, I, I kind of want to see it for myself. We'll go to 1 Corinthians 1.9. We're going to hit two verses real quick. Y'all let me know when you get there. All right, 1 Corinthians 1, nine. Now, look, you're like maybe you're saying, like, okay, uh, I think God was faithful, but I don't think he's going to be faithful to me. I don't think he's going to be a faithful person I can count on. Which you sound, you'd say, like, man, I don't, you really think one of us would say that? Like, we're here in Sunday school, bro. Like, don't you think we would trust that God's faithful? And I would say, man, I think some of us, we all need to remember that God's faithful. And we need to put something concrete behind that faith. 1 Corinthians 1.9, God is faithful. By whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Y'all don't flip there, but I'm going to go to 2 Timothy real quick. And you just put the verse up on the screen for 2 Timothy. And it says, if we are faithless... He remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. What does that mean? It means it's God's character. Y'all check this out. This is super, super crucial. 
God's character is to always be faithful. God's character is to always be faithful. So we, we know God is faithful. And, and why do we know that? Because God's word says he is faithful. We see the story of Abram. Of, well, he, he encouraged him amidst his doubt. And he said he's going to take care of it. And we're going to uh, read in a little bit about how God does these things. So we, we know God says he's faithful. We know we can trust that he's faithful. But I still have some trouble sometimes. Y'all stick with me because I know this is true. I know this is true. I have trouble believing God to do things. I have trouble believing that God can empower me to do this, say this to my roommate. I have trouble believing God that he can work in this relationship. I, I have trouble believing God that he can even cleanse me from my guilt. Okay? I have trouble believing God just in general. And, and we're, we're there. Why do we struggle believing him? Why do we struggle believing God? We don't think he's at work. Or we don't see him at work. We don't think God's at work. And so we don't believe him. When we have to, we have to understand regardless whether or not we, we, we see him at work, his word just told us that he's faithful. And so that's something we can, he said he cannot deny himself. So his character is going to always be faithful. So even when we don't see God at work, even when it's been 12 years since the Lord's talked to us and to, reminded us of this promise that he's made to us, we have to know he's faithful. So, but here's where we, 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 we really struggle. We really struggle. We, we look at this world and we say, okay, God, I think you're faithful. But if you were faithful, you would have done this. Uh, if you were faithful, I think, I, think, uh, I think this relationship wouldn't have ended. You know, if you were faithful, I think, um, I think my family wouldn't be broke right now. I think I wouldn't be broke right now. <laughs> um, if, if you were faithful, why, did, why does my car break down? All right? If you were faithful, why did, why did I study for like hours on this test and still get a D? Come on. Come on. All right. If, if, God, if you are faithful, why isn't this working out like it's supposed to? And here's why. You guys are letting the circumstances, and I say you guys, I say y'all. My wife got me saying you guys. She's from, her family's northern, so they say you guys instead of y'all, and it throws me off sometimes. So y'all, um, and that includes me. All right, y'all hear that? We let the circumstances that we see our life in, we let the circumstances around our life dictate what we think about God. We see these circumstances happening in our life, and we, we build who God is based off the circumstances in our life. Well, since this happened, God must be this. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? And Abram could have done the same thing. Since I've heard nothing from God, God must have said, well, actually, I'm, uh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something else. Sorry, you didn't make the cut. Like, he could have easily said that, but he said, no, he believed after he doubted. What we have to do, guys, is we have to trust God's character and then, and then define our circumstances out of that. 
So we know God's character. So today's simple lesson is this. God's faithful. Why? We know it's in his word. We've read these verses. We know God's faithful. Okay? That is ever, ever true. Never changing. Always true. Tomorrow when you wake up, he's faithful. Yesterday when I woke up in a hammock and it was cold, he was faithful. All right? Um, three years ago, when we went through this really rough time as a family, he was faithful. Uh, Ten years from now, when y'all don't even know what's going to happen, he's faithful. And so when we look at our circumstances and try to dictate the character of God, we're crippling ourselves from understanding God's character. And, and so if we define the world around us based upon our circumstances and then as a result of our circumstances try to understand God, we won't understand God. Why do we have to understand God again? We've got to be in relation with him. That's how God's made us to thrive. And so we have to be in a relationship with God. So we have to trust the character of God, not our situation. Who God is and his character is our anchor that has to hold us. In Genesis 17, um, I'll just kind of recap it for you. But essentially, God changes Abram's name to Abraham. He tells him that he's great and mighty and that he will bless him. And he holds true to his promise. Um, Abram got a second chance. You know, he doubted and he believed. And he holds true to his promise. He he goes from doubt to belief. um, Even though we see that 24 years has passed since the original thing in in, uh, Genesis 12. God is not going to leave us in our unbelief just like Abram struggled with believing in chapter 15. He's going to move us to a place of belief in Genesis 17. 24 years pass between between Genesis 12 and 17. 24 years. That's a long time. I'm guessing most of y'all aren't even 24 years old. (laughs) And God does all of this. And we are asked to believe him. Asked to to believe what he says is true. So that's the story of Abram. And I want you to think, how does this respond? How does this apply to you? God is offering for you to be be a part of something large. He's offering for you to be a part of something incredible on the campus of SFA. Like Abram, you guys were asked to leave your family, your friends, your posse. Uh, you were asked to leave um, Houston, Dallas, Tyler. And you guys are here without the things that held your identity, and you're trying to figure out yourself. This is, I know, I know what happens. This is real. We're trying to figure out ourselves. And God is saying, I want you to be a part of something crazy on campus. And I will do this. And I will do this, and I will do this, and I, uh, let me work. I need you to step out in faith and belief. So I need you guys to ask yourself, am I allowing uh, the enormity of the situation of reaching the campus of SFA, reaching my roommate, uh, to be too, too great for God? Or am I saying, no, I have a faithful God. So let's see what happens. Because God's faithful... Let me obey and trust him in my obedience. May my obedience be 
be here. May I, may I obey? And let's see what happens. Remembering that God is faithful is key, not that our ambitions are key. So when you guys are on campus this week, and when you guys are trying to figure out what we're doing, and you're trying to figure out how to share your faith, you're trying to figure out how to live a life that honors the Lord, remembering God's character is key, not your ambitions. If you are an ambitious man, you will fail. If you are a man that is remembering God's character, you can succeed. You can succeed. God gives us ambitions, and we need to to live out those ambitions. But if you are just trying to go at it, go at it on your own, man, it's gonna, you're going to be like a hamster just running around a circle. You, we have to remember God's character. And so we have to say, am I willing to obey, even though it doesn't make any sense, that even though God's calling me to something crazy, will I stand up and say God's faithful? And if I took you and placed you in a completely different circumstance, would you still say God's faithful and then define that circumstance? We, def- we remember the character of God, then we define our circumstances. Does that make sense? Character of God first, then circumstances. Let's pray. God, thank you that you are always faithful. And God, I just pray what I said made sense. And um, Lord, Abram acted in faith and believed God and believed you. God, we want to act in faith. We want to believe you. We want to believe that you have desired to see every person not perish, but come to know you. God, we want to believe that you have desired to see every person on the campus of SFA be in a relationship with you. God, we believe that's true. We believe that you want to mold each and every one of us into mature believers. God, some of us, it requires um, faith. Actually, not some, all of us. And God, may we have faith like Abram. And when we doubt, may we have a conversation with you, Lord. And may we trust you. May we trust your character because it's something that we can absolutely trust. God, you are faithful. May we remember that. In your name, amen.